0: Hey, how are (laughs) you? Welcome to Just Chirping.
1: I totally wasn't expecting that opening. I'd like to say thank you to our sponsors, Piranis Hockey World, the play store for the hockey player, On Your Game Pro Shop, Skate Detailing, Tape, and Accessories, Skates Pro Shop, Skate Sticks, Pucks, and More, and finally, True Edge Skate Sharpening and Detailing. Thank you to our sponsors, and we hope that our listeners will check these guys out.
0: What's up, boys? Hello, everybody. Yo. Keith. Say hi.
2: Hi.
3: So we have a special guest tonight because we're uh, down a member. Uh, Brent has had has a, a prior. Uh, plants, I guess. You well, he say. had a
0: prior engagement, engagement and we did flip the day last minute. So uh, the onus is on me for changing the night of recording. Um, so going forward, we're moving recording up, up a day in the week. And, uh, we made that decision last minute and Brent was in the middle of something and it didn't work out for him. So he is a healthy scratch. Um, unlike you Jay, he did not no uh, yeah, call, I thought he was no going show.
3: to go
1: fishing.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, to be fair, I only no called, no showed the other two guys. I two, called
0: two of guys. the members. You, yeah, well, you and I discussed it ahead of time. Although I came in and I was like, "Jay, um, Jay, let you guys oh,
1: know what's up." I thought I was just loud out of that group text. And you that's thought we why I didn't let you out? about it?
0: Yeah. Oh,
3: that we booted you? Yeah. No. Oh, we so can't get didn't rid even, of
1: even. You know that group text is out there, Jay, and you couldn't even say, Hey, can't make it guys, Sorry, man. I Hit was, uh, I
3: got the phone call to go and it was go <laughs> time. And I was already, I was on phone with Steph and double checking some things. And from that point forward, I don't think I touched my phone.
0: I think he probably figured like he let me know. So it was like letting everybody know. Yeah. Enough. Was
1: that during one of those infamous phone calls where Jay just kind of rattles on for 45 minutes when he could have just sent you a text? We've I had those. those. We've, yeah. we've
3: had okay.
2: those.
3: Yeah. yeah. It might've it might've been quite like that. I don't remember. <laughs> But what I do know is I later, when I got uh, done fishing and looked at my phone and saw the text from Brent saying where you at, I was like, oh crap!
0: I forgot to let Brent know uh, that I wasn't coming.
3: Well, I just figured when you got there and am like, where Jay, you tell him, and it would move on. But
0: yeah, well, it was a little sour for yeah, us. Actually, I was a little more ticked that you didn't let them know, but I'm yeah. over it now. Oh well, I guess. Oh, hey, no harm, no foul.
3: Yeah, I'll, I'll next time I'll try to remember to just remember to text the group in.
0: text. Yeah, that's all. I mean. Fair enough <laughs> So Just teasing
3: I wanna I wanna You know I mean Well we didn't get into what's what My what's what's been two weeks To be honest And a whole lot's going on I did some fishing Yep um, Caught nothing That's why I wasn't here You didn't catch anything Yeah so with salmon It's all about timing right It's all about uh, If anyone does out there Does a salmon fishing thing You know They'd make their run and you, you, you know, you can go in there and catch a few who catch a few there, but when they're running heavy, I mean, you're catching 15 a night and that's when it's fun. I mean, oh, yeah. as soon as you throw that lure in, you're you got another one on and um, that's a lot of fun. And so, you know, we go quite a bit. You can catch them here and there, you know, one, one here, one there, two here, two there. Uh, But we go for that specific night when they're running. And so we go quite a bit and, that was day number one we had heard that there had been uh, a handful caught and uh, with the weekend come the memorial weekend coming up we did not want to go friday or definitely Saturday not or during Sunday. that weekend and we knew that it, once it got pounded it would you know take a knoll a little bit so yeah we were like we gotta go now and we went so unfortunately i didn't make the show sorry um but it went on without me and i from what i uh gathered listening it was a <laughs> Pretty, I thought it was on a pretty decent show. I mean,
0: it wasn't our greatest work, but when when have we ever hit the mark with being great?
3: Um, yeah, well, that's why we all play men's league hockey.
0: Yeah. So what are we, like 27, 28 episodes in and we still haven't found our niche? We'll yeah. get there.
3: Yeah, yeah. We What do we even talk about on here?
0: Huh? Yeah. So
3: <laughs> other than that, uh, obviously golfing, boys. Um, you know, a couple chip-ins later, shot, shot, getting, shooting some better scores. Other than that, Chris, what's 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 what with you, bud?
1: Uh just recovering from the weekend. Took a nasty frisbee to the forehead. I wonder. Actually, right between the eyes. I see um, that. The top of my nose. Yep. I thought it was
3: uh, some kind of food from earlier, but yeah, he's got a good sense. gasher
0: right on the bridge of his that beak. A scab.
1: Yep. Yeah. From a frisbee. Started bleeding right there in the water.
0: And blood, blood like a st- stuck hog. Hey, Case, what did you think when Chris's nose started bleeding when we were on the boat last weekend? Get in the mic. Up here in the mic.
1: Or not.
2: Somebody. On um, the mic? A frisbee on his nose.
0: And then what happened when the frisbee hit his nose? Mad? Well, he was mad. Yes, he was mad. But um,
1: I wasn't too mad. Co- I was more laughing. <laughs> and then, you know, trying not to pass out from the sight of my own blood dripping oh. down my face.
0: So what color was the ooze that came out of his nose?
1: No, no, no. What
3: What do we learn about red? What's the other name? Spanish. And
1: this is really gonna. Yeah, this isn't gonna work too well. <laughs> way to go, Jay. Say it in the mic.
2: <laughs> Ro- 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 Roho Rojo. Good
3: job. So good we, were, job. we were stop we were doing, spinning the chair we were doing colors earlier, listeners, because I'm a good <laughs> uncle who no was no, working on his Spanish colors with him, but I only knew rojo, so.
1: Perfect. But beyond that, yeah, also taught Kaysen another game. Last week we taught him monkey in the middle. We talked
0: that, about yeah. that last week. Yep.
1: Yeah. So this week yeah. we uh what did you learn how to play? What what King game did hell? you what
0: game did you like to mountain. play on the uh on the lily pad this weekend?
2: King on the m- Mountain Love the Mountain.
0: Yep, stay right in the microphone. King of there,
3: buddy. the Mountain. I know that game.
1: Yep. Did you yeah, like that? Stephen game? got tussled yeah. a little bit by Kaysen and his friend Rosie. Yeah,
2: and my dad flipped me over a couple of times and I didn't like it at
1: all. <laughs> you did get tossed a few times, didn't you?
0: Yeah. Yeah, sorry, buddy. And you didn't like
3: it at all, huh? All
0: right, careful on that mic though. Yeah.
1: Anyways, tried
3: that's about it. Still. So <laughs> Well, stuff, about you?
0: So I just have to report that and um we went out on, uh, uh, to Spring Lake in Grand Haven on Monday with my mother and father-in-law. Uh, Kason, of course, was there. And um, my wife's sister and her husband. And we got prono Pups again and got into some rocky waters on uh, Spring Lake because it was pretty busy. Um, had fun with that. And been golfing. Good, but not great. I think that's all I have.
3: Wow. That Some exciting like, stuff. Wow, that's intense, right?
0: I know. Hang on. P- pull your hat back down.
3: <laughs> I'm like, wait, is it backwards? I don't
0: know. Uh, you know, I I really live a boring life. I don't say boring. Almost as boring as Christmas. You live a predictable. No, I have a yeah. great life. I have a friend that owns a boat. I don't have to do shit. <laughs> I, n- I need this podcast, guys. I golf on Sundays. I hate Golf.
3: <laughs> I hate golf. <laughs> well, Case.
0: You're our special guest. It's your,
3: it's, our, it's your moment of fame.
0: Keep those headphones on and stay in front of that microphone.
3: Would you Ooh. like to tell us oh, sorry what you did that. today?
0: What did you do today? This you isn't working something. out so well. Guys. You gotta say something in the microphone. What did yeah. you do today? I mean,
3: we'll just move on if you can't answer.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't know. Okay. Did you
0: go to school today? Okay. Well, you got to say yes because yeah. they can't see your head nodding.
1: Uh, what grade are you yes. in? No, you're not in fourth grade. Definitely not in fourth grade. <laughs> if you were in fourth grade. It... Say it on the mic.
2: Kindergarten.
1: All right.
3: And how old and what... are you again?
2: Five and a half.
0: Exactly. Okay. And what school do you go to?
2: Miss um, Simmons.
0: Oh, okay. That's your teacher. <laughs> Perfect. Good enough. And what sports do you like to play? Mm. On the microphone, over here. Can talk. He listens as well as you. do.
2: Hockey, um, golf, and um. Do you like t-ball?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Mm, T-ball.
0: Perfect. Well, good that's job. cool, bud. Careful.
3: Well, we appreciate you talking with us, and maybe <laughs> here in a little bit, we'll we'll cut back to you.
0: Yeah, we'll come back to you. How does that sound? Good. Oh, okay.
2: Well, I have something to say.
0: Sure. Okay. Let it rip.
2: Um, I'm good at hockey.
0: How oh, good are right. you at hockey?
2: So good.
0: You score a lot of goals. Yes. How many hat tricks have you had? How many hat tricks have you had? What? Two. You've had two hat tricks, and who's your hockey coach? On the microphone, over here. There you go. What? No, who's your hockey coach? You remember?
1: Boy, this is a lot of dead air. Did you not do a you know pregame interview yeah, with him I th- I to warm up? Yeah, my, and Mike Fountain. Mike Fountain. I thought we went over this earlier.
0: And what team do you play for? On the mic.
1: Boy, oh boy. cheese, guys. The uh-huh. hawks. Say, say it in the microphone. The uh-huh. hot. There you go. All right. Does your dad still wear jeans when he helps coach? No? You're shaking your head there? Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, dad has athletic pants now. Since- oh, did
1: you get over to Lululemon and uh, get some of those I- four-way stretch pants?
0: I may have had to, but not a sponsor yet, so we'll wait for them to send me a pair.
1: I wouldn't hold your breath. Jay, you might want to hit that new <laughs> button now. Why? And, <laughs>
0: there we go.
1: Well, appreciate
3: you, Case. Uh, let's, yeah, thanks uh, for coming in, bud. Let's, let's get into the news. So last week, and I, I didn't even know this. I had to listen when I was editing to find out. You guys...
1: Oh, God, you listened? You guys touched. <laughs> All right.
3: You guys touched on the McDonald's never having... Or their, the ice cream machine always being down, which has turned into quite the
1: conspiracy. Nicely. I don't think it's really a conspiracy after watching that documentary. I no. beg the
3: differ. I mean, it was a conspiracy, but the documentary definitely opened the light, which then make it made it be the smartest business plan ever.
0: Yeah, it's a monopoly. Right. Yeah. So,
1: I guess there's a little bit of conspiracy behind that, but really it is cut and dry. It's in their annual report on right. you know, what's yeah. going on. Right yeah, but, but it's still a shame. And it's all right? legit, though. Yeah. It's
0: legit, well, but it's a
3: shame. Maybe not, though, well, because that's shame. why
1: the FTC sent a letter to McDonald's wanting to know, and that's kind of what triggered us to talk about it. It was just this note and. They mentioned very briefly in the article something about like the repair contracts, but I think you were going to get into that a little bit, Yeah, so
3: I actually came across this documentary, I don't know, maybe two months ago, and it's like it really hit me. Now, I've not been one yet to – I don't go to McDonald's very often, so I don't – and when I do, I don't really ever get ice cream there. So uh, I never knew this was a thing, but upon me watching the little mini series or documentary – I learned that just by talking to people, like, this is a thing. Like, this is an actual thing that the ice cream machines are always broken. So that just led to me watching and listening. And, yeah, pretty much, for those of you who don't know, the whole conspiracy is the fact that, for some reason, the ice cream machines are always broken. And they why? And then you can actually pull up. So someone actually, like, created an app. So you can look up which McDonald's is ice cream's ice cream machines are broken and aren't broken. Oh, That's
0: awesome. It's like gas buddy, but for McDonald's yeah. ice cream, I love yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. it. So they like, this is the thing, like this has been happening and um, long story short, I mean, it's it, it, what it came down to was the being able, like when they're down, you can only go through the companies who made the machine the manufacturers. Uh, Trans- Agent. Well,
1: I think even before that, you got to step back and talk about the supplier or when you go to outfit your McDonald's. Yeah. Because as a franchisee, I guess, uh, usually they have like two or three different approved vendors mm-hmm. that you can go through and get your, you know, fry machines, burger griddles, all that. Yes. Sure. Except for, But
0: you say two or three. So they co-
3: well right. they cornered the market on that specific machine though because it's like the only one for like McDonald's like almost had well a that's contract what I was for well that's what Chris to. was getting at
1: yeah, yeah before you both jumped in there and went hey calm, calm down yeah. Francis <laughs> get calm out of my gun um, no so as I was saying you know you had two or three different suppliers that you could go through except for the um ice cream machine for yeah. McDonald's so right uh, Already, right off the bat, you, have you don't have a choice. You yeah. have to go with the tailor. You, you buy it a sponsor, from this company. And not would, a sponsor yet. We would not probably take them never as a sponsor. Be a sponsor.
0: No, with the quality of the machine that they put out there, we would not let them sponsor us because it is not reliable at all.
1: Right, and we're all or is it maybe very reliable? Know, when when
0: one of their is technicians that. is working on it, then maybe.
3: Every time I get a Frosty from the mother freaking Wendy's, it's always working
0: isn't that weird the frosting machine works every time but mcdonald's shake machine and the ice cream machine yeah you know for case can you not do that yeah so Thank it's
3: you. um it's definitely one of those it, it, I, it, monopoly yeah corner of the market sure but so automatically you're left with one choice as is because mcdonald's are like private not privately owned but essentially you buy the franchise yep. name and run the store, but you have to go with them. And then once you go with that company, nobody else can work on the machine. If you allow anybody else to work on the machine, you void it. And then the conspiracy went in even further into showing like how it's all just codes. And that's all it is, is like going in there and punching in codes. Cause it breaks itself on purpose essentially so that you call them so that they yeah. come and they build like 180 an hour.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: I need to make that kind of cash. I'll become a tailor. Uh, yeah, <laughs> repairman.
3: hundred and eighty an hour.
1: And I also found it kind of ironic that the guy that was putting on the video um, just mentioned that it's usually because there's too much ice cream or too much milk mix in the top. Yeah, there was something... so it can't cool down. Right. Um, because it has to heat cycle every night to clean itself. Clean itself. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what causes it. But going back to that repair cost, they said in their annual statement. Um, to shareholder or no, it was a prospectus because they were looking at selling the company or somebody was looking at buying them and they had to break out their revenue streams. And they had like 25 to 30% of their annual revenue comes from repair fees. Yeah. It's crazy. A pretty sizable chunk for a manufacturer, you know, a machine manufacturer. And
0: that's where they're making all their money. I mean, you've oh got yeah, the, you don't have
1: to do jack for that.
0: Yeah, so you have the upfront cost to buy the product, and then with that for this, you know, amount, we will service this. But our machines, the warranty is void if you have anybody else service this machine. That's a monopoly, if I've ever heard one.
3: Yeah, it's pretty crazy, and it's been doing this forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane.
0: I think it's a damn shame.
3: It's just crazy to me. And But then the thing that gets you, though, is like as a customer who can't get a product that they like from a store, when it's inconsistent like that, you almost kind of like – Boycott the store in a sense. Like I'm never oh, no, going I still back want there. Oh, no, that's I, the thing. They got crack fries. And I got... agree
0: with you though. If I have it a couple of times, or some bad service, or they mess up my meal a couple of times. I'm a little turned off by that. Well, yeah.
3: Well, especially if I want ice cream and I know the chances of me going to McDonald's. But then uh, now that's why they have the app, so you know. But but I spent yeah. my time right. sitting in the line. And, and, and then I get there. here
0: and they say our ice cream machine is down or the ice cream You're machine pissed. is cleaning or something. It's always something with the ice cream machine. So I don't. My first thought for ice cream is definitely not McDonald's. No,
3: it's Wendy's. Frosty's.
0: Yeah, if I want to get a Frosty, I'll go to McDonald's or Wendy's for Chocolate sure. Frosty. Not a sponsor yet. <laughs> we we should talk to Wendy's about being a sponsor, though.
3: Yeah, tell them we bad about McDonald's.
0: Yeah, they'll be all about that.
3: So, yeah, that's crazy. So all y'all who's wondering what the conspiracy is on that, now that's been around for a while.
0: Well, but- there's more that was um, let out since our last show, so it was nice to do a little recap yeah. on that.
3: Yeah, and I was I was totally jelly that I didn't get to jump in on the conversation because I, like I said, I had, I've known about this for a little while. Um, so when you guys finally talked about it, I was like, dang it. That was one thing I could have put input on.
0: Yeah, here you are.
3: <laughs> so we touched it, touched bases on it. Um, we had another conspiracy uh, with the Georgia elections, Chris.
1: Yeah, this is um, going back to two nonprofit groups. This uh, story started bubbling up um, earlier this week. Uh, Two different groups went around and gathered, FOIA'd all of the security cam footage from the ballot drop boxes that were placed around the state during the 2020 election. And then um, was able to purchase all of the cell phone data for the state. So what they did is they went ahead and they identified approximately 240 people from security cameras who had showed up at multiple ballot boxes um, in multiple counties throughout the state. Really? Yes. So to kind of back up on that, ballot harvesting is illegal in Georgia. Um, As part of the accommodations that they made for all of these ballot boxes to be out because of COVID, um, they agreed that they couldn't ballot harvest and all of them had to be under 24 hour camera security just to keep an eye on it. So these two groups went ahead, as I said, pulled the cell phone or the camera data and then pinged it up. based on timestamps and everything with cell phone data and was able to track 240 people around the state who um, went up to the ballot boxes with like backpacks full of ballots and purportedly, you know, dropped a bunch of ballots in there. Very, very suspect there. So I think more, more will be coming out about that hopefully soon. So very interesting. It's very interesting. Jay, what's on the TV that, Sorry, attention. Uh, this,
3: this really cute woman's hanging from the sky, and some dude's whipping knives at her and sticking them into this board behind her. You know, she t- tank twirls. Uh, oh, yeah, right. Jay's
0: watching America's Got Talent.
3: Sorry, it just caught my eye. Should I shut the TV there's off? There's a lot going it on. It probably helps. There's flames, and there's, flames and there's people swinging from the sky. But I heard every word you said. It looks so, like a goddamn magic show. So this, is, yeah, and this got brought up. I was listening to a podcast the other day. Um, it's called.
0: Nope. Not a sponsor yet. Can't mention the name. It's uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. He, well, I'm, I'm just joking. joking. Okay. Uh, I think everybody knows that any company we mention is not a sponsor. Yeah. True that. <laughs> Except
0: for the ones we mentioned in the beginning. I wa- yes. I want to say
3: call... if you're into politics and you are a hardcore conservative, I would say this would be a, a good podcast for you to maybe listen to. So it's by a guy that I, uh, I work with essentially, and he started his own podcast. I guess we'll say, yeah, for lack and, of a better. Uh, it's way called to it. it's called Patriots Voice. Patriot's All one Voice. word. The P is capitalized and the V is capitalized. Not a sponsor yet, but it says it's on Podbean and SoundCloud and stuff. But ultra conservative. However, in, a, in the moment, uh, or throughout listening to it, again, he's a friend of mine, so I wanted to listen to it and support him that way. Um, not that I agree with absolutely everything he said. I'm
0: definitely a liberal.
3: Some stuff came up about the uh, ballots and, like, the codes and how the Chinese made the machines and how the machines have, had a, have a, an allowed percent of air, which is, like, 0.01, but in the case of...
1: No, I think it's supposed to be 0.02. ...2
3: or something like that, yeah. but within the case of the presidential election that we just had, the errors were like 0.6 or uh, 0.6. They were... Or not 0.6. I'm sorry. 0.06. I don't know. I can't remember, but it was extremely high in that case, and they so that was like another thing they were talking about. So jumping into the ballots, I'm really intrigued. Can I ask you a question, Chris? You know more about this than I do. What happens... If everything's proven that the election was a fraud, how, I mean, they don't just put Trump back in office at this point, right? Or do uh, they?
1: I don't know. Uh it's We're unprecedented. heading into yeah, uncharted territory, especially on that high a level. There have been some other cases. I think there's only been one that they proved. Um, I think it was a congressional seat or something like that where they proved fraud through absentee ballot issues um, and that did go to court and the court removed the person who fake one and put the other guy in so there is some precedent out there but not a ton that because that's this um, stuff's pretty hard to you know to dig into and to see especially when it's uh death by a thousand Paper cuts. No right, pun right. intended on that, but there's many, many multiple ways to cheat.
0: There so that that's on a congressional level opposed to a federal level. So Well,
1: that is a federal election. I beg
0: your pardon. The congressional yeah. is. Oh. I take that back then.
1: I think that was. And um there was another thing that came out a private group again went ahead and started doing the canvassing. I think it was in Nevada. And they had found like 78,000 fake registrations and stuff. And then another like 150,000 ballots projected for the whole county that they were looking at based on their sample size um, that they said they voted, but their votes were never recorded. So like they mailed in their absentee ballot, but it was never recorded. Never actually punched in. So I'm you mean so... to tell me, I'm sorry to interrupt, Jay. Yeah,
2: you're
1: fine. Uh, you mean to tell
0: me that if there is enough fraud in this national election. For presidency, like how far removed are we? Nine months. Yeah, nine months removed. That they're gonna.
1: I don't know. They're gonna send it.
0: Is- they're gonna send a telegram to Donald Trump wherever he's sitting, under a rock somewhere, because I think his Twitter and Facebook and everything is still muted. Um, it is. And say, hey, guess what? You're in president now. And then he's just gonna come back in. And or maybe, maybe like, he's always been president still. They've done a marvelous job. Thank you, Joe Biden, for taking care of us during this short period of time. But you lost the election, and Donald Trump only runs with winners.
1: Yeah. Why did your impression end in Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, that, I <laughs> thought it
0: sounded a little bit more like Bernie Sanders no. than Arnold, but.
3: I, I, uh, we did whatever came of the Arizona recount.
1: Uh, that's still ongoing. They're apparently, still counting.
0: There's apparently a lot of people there. There's a, there's a lot to count. You no, know,
1: they ran into some issues after. They went through, they did all the counting for the one county. I can't think of it offhand, if it was Maricopa or which one, Fulton? Mm-hmm. Scottsdale. County, I don't know. Um, but they went ahead, they completed all of that. The report was given to the Senate, the state Senate. And they were going back through and just double checking everything. And apparently a couple of the auditors got sick with COVID. So it put a delay on it, but it's supposed to be coming out this week or next or, Oh, good. You know, cause soon. I'd like to
3: hear about that. Cause that also came up in the uh, Patriots voice podcast. They were talking about that, but they hadn't obviously mm-hmm. no numbers were able to be given at the moment. Um, and yeah, I was, I'm definitely like, I just want to know, you know what I mean? Like I've already accepted my, f- our fate. <laughs>
0: It doesn't matter but what side of the aisle you lay on, or you stand on, or, or whatever. Yeah. It's just I. You just, just
3: things need to change. If if it if, if you can do this, then the way we elect a president needs to. If change. they can
0: prove that there was something going on, I, then listen, that's one thing. The, but if nothing went on, then well, here the, we
3: are. The proof is if the numbers are big enough to have had actually made a difference, right? That's what oh, they're yeah. saying. But These here's what I'm saying is right. Total. But we're talking about millions. I'm talking. If you can fraud hundreds of thousands, then what
0: the? What the Why do you we? You should be
3: able to fraud one. Why there do we not bother? One fraud. Right.
0: I agree. Why do we bother having an election if
3: you can have a couple if, hundred thousand frauds? If
0: the to Fed to placate
3: us as w- we march towards to let communism us, to pretend to let us to <laughs> to pretty much hang that
1: that illusion of illusion freedom. of that
3: we actually choose the presidency.
1: Right. That and the reps and everything else. That's the real break of it. It's whether it, it yeah. doesn't matter what
0: side of the aisle you you hey, land Casey, on. you
1: want to hold on to that mic? Yeah, sorry, it's it's stuck <laughs> on the
3: corner. Man, I always have my boom, and this is different.
0: That's all right. I knocked mine on there last week. That's okay. But regardless of what side of the aisle you land on, I mean, this is gonna be so. It's weird, and I don't know if this is gonna be the way it's gonna Dad? go the rest of the way through every election where we're going to have to do recounts and Dad. and vo- voter fraud and all this stuff.
1: Oh no. I, we need to go to Iraqi style where everybody shows up and you dip your finger in some ink. And even yeah, you're right. It doesn't it goes on both sides of the aisle. Do you really think people voted for Nancy Pelosi in her home district all these years? Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> there had to be another <laughs> liberal out there that, you know, could get a little more done.
3: I, that's what I'm saying. I, I, it's just okay. it's it's an age of a new dawn, right? Am I saying that correctly? This is an age of a new dawn, sure, or the dawn of a new age. Sorry, I think that's what it is, right? <laughs> sure, dawn of a new age. Stefan, do you know do day you know of a new dawn,
0: is? dawn of a new? You see age? something
1: else shiny again? Dawn Jay? of a new you're just day. Going all over the place. The dawn, dawn of a new, of a
0: new day.
3: day. The, I'm just saying things are about to change for everybody. I mean, these we're already at the point where, like, you know, I never. I guess I never, until this, this last couple of years, I never thought that like my news was lying to me or like mis, misinformation. Like it wasn't just pointed out near as much as it is right now. And it's just yeah, a scary because the internet lies to you every day. I mean, every single day I see something on the internet that I fact check and it's false. And it, and it, people come to me. I had somebody come to me, they're like, they were really mad. They were really mad that the vaccine got push through and they kept saying "Vouchy's wife works on the committee or whatever that allows that to go through. And I'm like, that just seems weird. And I looked it up and it is false. So I'm having someone come to me. Who's like day was ruined by that information, which they probably got from the internet. Like I saw it, but they didn't take a <laughs> right. second to fact check anything. And so I was like, you got all, you're all upset and, and spreading that information to other people who probably look up to you. And now they're thinking that's real. And they're blows. running with it, dude. It's seriously like on both sides. This isn't on.
0: This is a bipartisan this is, this issue. Is,
3: this is like on both sides. It I is agree. Crazy to me. It's like who can who can, you know what it is? It's like branding. Like who's got the biggest, best brand, baby, and yeah. who can lie to who can lie the most to get people to believe their lies? You know, it's it's insane. Something needs to change, or we're about to have. Uh, and, and I've been talking about this for years. I think in my lifetime, I hope not in mine, but if not mine, my our kids uh, will see a civil war of some sort, some type of separation.
0: I think it. I think you're on to something there. I really think th- so. This could be some uh, an outcome that we could experience in our lifetimes, like before we die. Yeah. But our kids are going to have to be on the front lines of something like this if this does not get nipped in the bud because everybody's going off on, well, no, that's not how it happened. This is how it happened. And then the other side is saying, no, you're wrong. This is how it happened. And there's two different ideological things going on here, but well, we don't have already, any facts.
3: It's already happening. So, like, certain people are moving out of states to get away from uh, political figures. So what is that automatically going to do? It's like the North who wanted you know uh essentially who wanted to abolish slavery in the south who wanted mm-hmm. to keep slavery right so you lived on the side of the line that you that, that you that you ride with so in this case now we have people you know for gay gay marriages and all these kind of things like and it's already showing like there are really liberal cities there are really liberal states there are really uh, uh
0: conservative, conservative areas area. as well
3: so essentially what we're going to get is people moving to these areas that fit them politically. Sure. And now you're separating the country literally by lines based on your views in life. And then what what that becomes tribes and now what happens when you have tribes?
0: There's war. All out war. All
3: out war. Always. Someone's always fighting somebody
0: for territory.
3: So honestly, I foresee this in the near future. Again, I hope I don't have to see it. I hope my kids don't have to see it, but uh, I think unfortunately you know, in our lifetime, we'll see something. Well,
0: hopefully, it can get sorted out somehow, some way. I don't, I don't have the band aid to put on it. I don't have the vaccine to put on it. No, but
1: it probably wouldn't work,
3: dude. It's just crazy. Like
0: <laughs> we're dealing with the Omega variant now.
1: It, it, it especially I thought they were still on Moo.
0: Oh, sorry, I I jumped ahead. Yeah. I'm talking about That's next week. The clicky click and the gangs. And yeah. all of this You're blue, you're white, you red And you're that's blue, the thing I
3: hope that most people are not politicizing the vaccine And politicizing the uh, COVID uh, Have a, an opinion on it by all means But I really It frustrates me when people politicize it So they're like "Ah, oh, you dumb you dumb conservatives, you think you don't need it, and like you dumb liberal, you're taking a shot. I hate yeah. that. Like dude, this is not a liberal conservative. It's, it's Democrat, always a Republican. gut shot.
0: We have to, you know, downsize Downs somebody. Arm. Like, hey, here's the deal. You know, let's live and let live.
3: Hey, you wanna you wanna get the shot? Cool. If I don't, I feel like my body, my choice. I No, understand. it's not you're
1: selfish and you wanna kill everybody's grandparents.
3: Right. <laughs> exactly, which is the other side of it, and I get every single side of which, per- you know. There's always there's always a valid point to every viewpoint, right? To that view, there's a valid point. I get that, but uh, sure. But in general, I just hey, if you're out there and, and you're politicizing it and you're listening, please don't uh, have an opinion, have a choice, absolutely, but don't you know? Don't I, again, you're 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 president, which would be Donald Trump to a lot of you. Well, our president- He's vaccinated, so don't let this be Or is he? True that.
0: (laughs) Well, regardless of who you think your president is, the president of the United States is the president of the United States, and you need to respect that office.
1: Are you talking about the corporation? You should. So
0: right now, if everything shakes out- Actually, forget that, if everything shakes out. As far as I'm concerned, Biden is my president.
3: At this moment, yeah, he's, again, my president, as in I live in the U.S., he's not my choice. He's not my choice, but, but hey, he's my president. You know how many times have I won my choice? Not every time. I'm going to
0: respect that office just like I did with Obama. I'm going to lie.
3: I didn't vote for Bush. I did not back then. I right. voted Obama. And I voted for Bush.
0: And that's- so, and Oh, wait,
3: was it Bush and Gore? I think it was Gore back then. Yeah. Sorry, I voted Gore. And that's
0: okay, <laughs> because we can still sit Just around the table.
1: Invented the internet. You were well, all
3: about it. was. I was-, a, I was a, You know, my parents were Democrat, and they raised me to be Democratic. Sure. And so I closed ballot Democratic. But as I got older and started realizing, like, that's stupid, and I should make a choice for myself and what I believe. And, and I'm not saying I- I'm changed from that. I have a lot of democratic values in, in life, but I don't look at it as a Democrat Republican. I look at it. Who do I think is going to make this country the best place to live in?
0: Sure. I, I often vote split ticket myself. I'm, I consider myself a, a strong, staunch moderate. And that's the way I am about it. I, I'm not, Strictly Republican. I'm not strictly Democrat. Well,
3: when I lose a game, I can actually I can shake people's hands with a smile on my face, so I'm not a sore loser. I,
0: yeah, don't I, the outcome of this past election does not bother me any more than it should bother anybody else. Just it, Now, it is I am what it
3: concerned is. with fraud and cheatery and all that. Don't get me wrong. I want to know. I want to get to the. Bottom I agree.
0: Of this. If if there is some something going on the public should know about this. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. we're, we're cast behind smoke and mirrors everywhere we go in elections. And I, you know, I, on the conspiracy side of things, I think they've got it all hashed out ahead of us and it doesn't matter. Our votes, we literally stand in line on an early November morning and we go vote and we think we're doing our due diligence and we're exercising our right to vote. They've already got it all hatched, in my opinion. I think oh, yeah. everything's a sham. The I electoral college, the whole nine yards—it's all played out in front of us.
1: No, they didn't. That's where they had to stop counting at midnight. Right. So, yeah, let's see. <laughs>
0: Perhaps in this past, yeah. But I—I I think, and I've—I've been saying this, this is, for years. This has
3: been years coming. This is exactly why Trump ran for president. Like he's been feeling like things have been crooked and fraud, and and everybody has. But what do you do? And I think that was a lot of hope that. That Trump brought to a lot of people was like, "Hey, he's the man to bring this to light. He's the man to unify all of us together to get us to rally against the corruption and the dirty dealings." And you know, and and whether that's the truth of the of the matter or not, it still felt good to a lot of people to have someone that they figured their own right because a politician is in your own. You don't ever see a politician ever and be like, "That's my main man." But Trump felt like that to a lot of people. He felt mm-hmm. like. He really had my voice. He really cared about what I cared about. You know, he wanted jobs to stop going to China and bring back some work to Americans. He wanted to give more opportunities and jobs. You know, we, a lot of us wanted that. You know what I mean? And so he stood up for that. No other president, and, you know, obviously with the exception to when um, Clinton, you know, pretty much did what, uh, what's, when, all the work started going over to China. NAFTA? The NAFTA, right. So when he did NAFTA- well, That it wasn't we...
1: China, that was uh, Mexico. Me-
3: Mexico, okay. But when that happened, everyone was like extremely happy. Well, product was way down and people were making good money, but we still had a ton of factory and jobs here. We didn't see the foreseeable future, which is when all the jobs and all the companies started leaving and all these people didn't have jobs anymore you know what I mean? They just shutting factories down and don't, and just reopening new ones in Mexico, Yeah, you know, and paying people less than half the price to run, to run the business. So, or to, you know, make the product. We didn't. So I get it. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say Clinton, you know, that was a good thing back then. It, it was a good idea. It actually generated more money in the economy and more people were a little wealthier because product was cheaper, but it, it, Oops, sorry. Had a hiccup there. It just had, uh, it just had a negative backlash. You it know? comes.
0: It always comes back around. What goes around yeah. comes back around. It's a karma kind of thing, and it can bite you in the ass. Well, it may sound good now. Made and in it America can hit you later used on.
3: to mean something, and then it didn't for a really long time, and now it does again. Like I literally buy stuff even though it costs more just because it says made in America. And I don't know if I'm doing that because I feel like I'm getting a way better product, but something about just bringing it back to my people, our people, you know, I hate to say that because it sounds like I don't care about other countries and their problems. And I definitely do. You know, there's a lot of I, sadness going I on don't there, think but I don't our, think it's our country right now has a massive problem with poverty you know and i don't i don't think right now we need to be really be worrying about other countries and their issues as much as we need to be worrying about our country's people and our issues
0: i totally agree with you you know what that. i mean uh, la is horrible
3: cuz i'm really upset that we pulled out of afghanistan the way that we pulled out of afghanistan but i'm also like you know what why
0: were we there in the why first
3: place why were we dumping all this resources into uh, well i know why i mean oil has a lot to do oil. with everything no. but <laughs> There's no oil in, in Afghanistan. In right. drugs. It well, so it's the a CIA
1: could um, run their poppy fields. Well, that's the other thing. So <laughs> poppy fields,
3: drugs, right? Great right, controlling the market.
1: Uh, creating the market well, or cornering it. Well, yeah, They didn't have any drugs in Afghanistan before. Well, I had a buddy who invaded. said
3: that all they did when he was over there for a while was burn down poppy fields
0: and get high now
1: i don't know
3: if he was in afghanistan or wherever he was at but he was overseas you know mm-hmm. and again if you gave me a map i couldn't point out afghanistan so I, so but in general so yeah no there's a lot of cons-
2: <laughs>
3: that wrapped that in. we definitely probably don't need to get into that <laughs> jazz but um yeah we
0: turned off all three of our listeners let us know, with political talk already
3: let us know what you if you like this kind of talk, you know, right now it's, it's, it's a hot topic. We, you know, in the beginning we were like, we're not going to talk this stuff. We don't oh, want to piss anybody off.
1: Just wait. Well, well that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like you
0: can send all your messages to Jason at just That yes. is Jason at just
3: But if you guys want to hear more of this talk, we'd like to know. I mean, we do get a lot of people have been like, Hey, the conspiracy stuff is good. Uh, we get
0: so many messages about how great our topics are and things like that. Oh, yeah. Like you better file in as soon as you can, ASAP.
3: Because you know, yeah, because
0: I, I mean the 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 inbox is almost well, full. I
3: haven't had to read one yet, but I'm assuming I might.
0: There's probably thirty in there right now. I hope. Are uh, you doing a quick calculation right now?
3: No, sorry. Or do you want to move on? Uh, yeah, I want to move on to some hockey talk. Um, you know, you had mentioned Stefan that the NHL is joining in the Olympics again this yeah. year. So when you say again, they had a stint where of quite some time where we were not. So let's they were not.
0: Yep, they've been in the Olympics. They've been out of the Olympics. They've been in the Olympics, out of the Olympics. This next um Winter Olympics, the NHL is joining the Olympics. So we're gonna see all of the top talent playing for their respective countries. So that means Patrick Kane is playing for the U S Jonathan Taves playing for Canada, Sidney Crosby playing for Canada, you know, uh, top talents, you know, Austin Matthews playing for the U S we're gonna, you know, and, and in the pool, um, Canada and the U S are in the same grouping. So they're gonna play preliminary rounds with each other, um, and you're gonna see a lot of uh, NHL talent, you know, going back and playing for Russia, um, Sweden, Checks. the Czech Republic, etc. So I'm an advocate myself for NHL players, NHL, KHL, any professional hockey players to play in the Olympics. Um, we we touched on this during our Olympic talk early this summer and Brent was a proponent for it being amateurs, people that aren't paid to play. Um, and my advocacy, you know, Brent isn't here to defend himself, so my advocacy myself is I want to see the best in the world compete. Yes. I don't want to see a bunch of college kids, high school kids, you know, whatever, who, who are great. I want to see the best best top talent yeah, and the if best they the happen best. to make money at their profession i want to see them in the olympics i want to see the best of the best
3: i do too i think it's more exciting there's big names and listen if you're a hockey fan you're watching the professional games you might be watching some of the college games if you're into that but if you're into college games you're absolutely into the professional games but you could you know i don't know a lot of guys that only watch college hockey so I would say the Olympics are, could also draw a lot more of a crowd and bring in more revenue by allowing that to happen as well. But to be honest, that I wouldn't want to watch it any other way. Like, what are you proving here? You know, Unless you take the best of the best of the best and let them go back to their home, then there's something to prove.
0: I mean, it was cool at the last Olympics to see amateur players playing, and you hear these names, the guys that were standing out, and then – the next year in the NHL, you heard that same name. Yeah. So you correlated the guy, you, you know, the team that you're rooting rooting for and the, the way they were playing. And then now you see them playing for like St. Louis or Detroit, or they're playing for Arizona and you can be like, Oh, I watched that kid play in the Olympics. That's great. So, you know, that was like on the amateur basis, but when you've got the big names playing, for their respective countries, it adds just a, a different wrinkle to things. And you start watching, you you hear the names on all the teams. You're like, oh, wait, um, Nathan McKinnon, he plays for Colorado. Oh, man, he's playing for Team Canada. And then uh, Ovechkin, he's over here playing for Russia. And you watch these guys all play together, and you have these team wrinkles where, you know, Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane play for the Chicago Blackhawks together. Now they're competing against each other on the national stage or the uh, the world stage. I I think that is just quite a storyline, and there's going to be a ton for the commentators to talk about.
3: Yeah, no, true that for sure.
0: And the goalies, and you know, just all of it. I I think it's great for the NHL. I think it's great for the Olympics. I think it broadens hockey worldwide in a sport that kind of struggles in some of these areas. And there's a, a considerable amount of American citizens who have citizenship in smaller countries that are able to play for those smaller countries if they don't make the U.S. team, which a lot of them won't. Mm-hmm. But they can go over and play for South Africa or China or, you know, I, I don't know, Afghanistan for that matter. Right? You know, they can, they can play, compete for other teams and offer a higher level talent. I think it's great. I think it's fun. And I I think it's cool that the NHL is opening up and doing this again. And mark my words, this isn't going to be an every four year thing for the NHL. They're going to pull out. They're going to go in. They're going to pull out. They're going to go. Oh yeah. They don't want to have their assets injured on the Olympic stage. And there's a big break in their season because of it. So I understand where the NHL is on it, but for this next Olympics, I think it's great that they're letting them play again. And I just love hearing the names from all the teams. They're like, oh, I didn't know Thomas Titar was, you know, from the Czech Republic or wherever he's from. I don't think that's accurate, but, you know, just a name that you heard that played in Grand Rapids that played for the Red Wings and now is representing his country, that you're like, Oh wow, I never heard of this little country, but there's a name I've heard of.
3: Right. I think that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm excited. Um, in spirit of this hockey talk, uh, you know, I had asked you earlier and I thought, hey, let's wait for the let's wait for the show. Um everybody has moments if you're playing hockey your whole life. Um and even if you didn't your whole life and just started, you have a goal that is your favorite goal, favorite career goal. You you remember it like it was yesterday. Do you have one of those?
0: I have two. I have two as a matter of fact, and they both happened at Hockey Hold'em this past year. Like oh really? What was that? So these a month are ago? your
3: most favorite career goals.
0: They're they were fun because I I had Brent pull up the live barn last week and. Replay them for me, and I realized I look pretty decent on the ice. Hey. Not to toot my own horn or pump my own tires. It
3: didn't look too bad.
0: But I, when I'm out there, I feel like a clunky mess. But I watched myself on video, and I, it's not that bad. Right. But I, I did. Uh, I, I was playing defense, and uh, I caught a D to D pass just inside our blue line, and got around one guy in the neutral zone, and it was wide open, and I could have cut towards the net, but I, I did the old rappy. And uh snuck one around the the tender on a wraparound. Oh yeah. So that was during regulation. And then the second one was uh the next game. The, the so that was Saturday morning. This is Saturday night at hockey hold 'em. Um we're tied shootout and I get called to be the second shooter and I, I knew it before I, I knew it the night before that if we came down to a shootout I was gonna go back in. And um I just faked them right. Went to my left because I'm right-handed and did a little top shelf right over the the attendee's shoulder, and that was my second favorite. So All all within the last weekend. I'm sure that I've had some more memorable ones before that, but these are (laughs) the ones that stick in. When you're 35 and you score a couple of goals in in a, a men's league tournament that you have no business playing in, it's kind of a big deal.
3: Oh, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I would. How about uh, yours? Yeah, I was sitting here thinking about it, and I have a career high school. So, like, obviously, we. I mean, I got uh, a handful that stick out during the time frames that makes sense, you know. Like, uh, Pee Wee one, my first squirt goal. Blah blah blah. blah All but, of those, yeah. Your first hat trick. I'm gonna say, yeah. I had this goal um, in high school hockey, uh, my senior year think is yeah. yes my senior year it was a final four tournament so like uh the this one team that the one team that came out of this tournament was the one that went to the final four so it was like the originals or whatever i don't know how i don't remember how it worked out but if you won this tournament you went to the final four uh so we were up and playing at the sioux which is just an iconic ice rink if you've ever been there oh yeah it's awesome and uh i i uh went down on the uh, on the pat on the on the side there to block a slap shot from the point, uh, puck bounced right off. You know, hit me right in the shins. And it went past the defenseman, at which I just was off for the races. And uh, off you go. Wheels. And I didn't get very many didn't opportunities. Pass, of course. Well,
0: no, he, he well, didn't need to <laughs> didn't because he was to. on a breakaway, Chris. Yeah, yeah. So but was, thank you for tuning in.
3: Called me a breakaway. Now this defenseman was pretty big, and I didn't. I actually played more in my junior than in my senior year. We had a good inflush of freshmen, and I, my spot on second line had been taken by a freshman. So mm-hmm. I was playing third line. So I wasn't getting a lot of time. So when I got the time, you know, and I put the goal in, uh, came across the goalie, Yeah, you know, I was the guy was chasing me down, and I was holding him off the back left shoulder, stretched out, coming from the right side of the goalie, actually like over by the dot, mm-hmm. cutting very hard left. Because the puck bounced off my shin pads and went up the boards. Just so I picked it off the boards right about the other blue line and was starting to, like, force myself in. And as soon as he opened up the pads to slide Count over, towards middle. I just backhanded it five hole. Super, Beauty. super awesome, super exciting for me. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I have a goal when I was playing, when we did that tournament in Traverse City with oh, yeah. with what's his name? <laughs> I did that. I was holding that really good player off. I mean, this kid... I don't know who he Which is. Which one? They were all. Really, they were all really very good. good, but it was the young one that was like amazing. Like he played. Everyone was talking about who he played for. He played something. East Coast. He was I don't know, but I was holding him off, and I had the, I had the puck out with one hand, and it was in my right hand, so it was my bottom hand, and I top shelf the goalie with one hand coming across in that all. This very similar on the right side, cutting hard left, holding that defenseman off, and as soon as the goalie dropped, I shoved the butt of the stick into my hip and just topped him.
0: I saw that one live. That yeah. was a nice goal. So
3: that was uh, probably my two career favorites. Um, and I, and and if you guys have some career favorites, in your yeah, throw us an email. We'll share them.
0: I'd love to. Yeah, yeah, actually, what we should do is set up one of those like voicemail things, so somebody can call us up and be like, hey. A holes. Uh, remember when you were talking about this or that? We or should do that. Drop, do you want to oh, ask box. you about the like a Dropbox kind of yeah, thing? Dropbox, and then we can air them on the yeah, show would or totally
3: something. We could totally air them. We could do, uh, well, yeah, they have all those kinds of uh, kinds of things on all different programs of internet where they're just like stories. What do you <laughs> that, call it? Like a cameo <laughs> or something Isn't like they that. Called, called cameo? Well, I don't know what you call Well,
0: the cameo is a thing, but you know, like I haven't had any cameo requests, so um.
3: They're like they're the weird stories when you like watch them on YouTube and Facebook and stuff. They're like cartoon characters. It's like some person telling a story. And yeah. It, those are hilarious to me. They crack me up. I think it'd be
0: fun to set up like a voicemail account where, you know, our friends or listeners can call and call, ask a yeah. question. You could
3: get drunk listening and call and then leave a message. We'll play it later. We,
0: we could talk about some topics that arise from it, too. So that'd be fun. I mean, we, we're running thin. We've got a few few more weeks before hockey starts where we can really get into the uh quote unquote meat and potatoes that we like to talk about um and hopefully you guys like to listen uh to and see where it goes but in the meantime we're gonna be a little little light coming in there unless there's some major news shit that shows up
1: are you guys not gonna ask me about my favorite goal
0: that was my next thing. Honestly. I was actually getting to that. I have it noted Bullshit. right here. Don't forget I, to ask Chris about his favorite I line. was
3: actually going to ask you, is there anything, because I know you didn't play hockey, but was there anything that you did Well, sports-wise? I did
1: participate in my yes, bachelor party. I made it to two bachelor parties. Oh, so yeah. I played two games. Okay. You have a goal in those? Yes. Oh, I want to hear about it. I don't really remember it. I just remember I scored, and I about fell over, literally, on the ice. What you score on? I think it was on Jordan. Yeah, Probably. <laughs> uh, if you that didn't say that 10 I years was, ago that was my guess yeah 10 years ago
0: I don't I don't think it was Jordan I think was he sco- it? Was I it, think uh, he scored Leeds. on like Tang or um, who was the, or Brad who were the was, goalies could have been I think Brad and Tang were the goalies oh, okay. at my bachelorette my bachelorette party <laughs> my bachelor party um, yeah you you did score a goal mm-hmm. not a big deal uh, no, copyrighted I- uh, no endorsement here from uh, just chirpin
1: so i got a goal i was happy you know could hang up my skates after that call it good you know one for one or something like that yeah i
0: don't see any reason to go back on the out on the no, ice go, of go out on top yeah hell i would
1: heck i would heck i would
0: well, i are available
1: th- for bachelor parties though if you guys uh need someone if you need an out. extra skater chris Fair is enough.
0: available for uh bachelor parties um, do you guys have anything else before we wrap things up? No, I think we're good, man. Okay, I have a quick announcement here. Um, the Northview Comstock Park Sparta hockey team is hosting a golf <laughs> outing at Cedar Chase. On, Are all
1: three of them together now?
0: Yeah, it's a three-op, three, three op, a co-op, three-op. Three yeah. so. All right, so at any rate, this is September 18th at Cedar Chase, 9 a.m. shotgun start, $75 per player. Lunch included, raffles, and door prizes. If you want more information, go to nvwildcats.com. We appreciate all of our listeners, and thank you for listening to our show. Check out JustChirpin.com, and we'll see you at the rink. Welcome
3: to the show. It's called Chirpin' You. And chirping's what we do And if you play a little bit of hockey Then I'm sure you'll be chirping too So pull up a chair
2: and grab a brew And listen to chirping